you imagine if we were more obedient? If we took God at His word? There is a reason to believe God. There is a reason to our faith. You could be poor in the eyes of man and yet rich in the eyes of God. Joy and satisfaction comes by knowing your purpose in life. Shalom and welcome back to this week's program, Kingdom Insight. This is Dr. Kazumba Chaos. I love bringing the Word of God. I know you are watching us around the world, and uh, we've had uh, lots of uh, feedback of how the program is changing many lives. Uh, I can't tell you how many emails I've been uh, receiving. If I haven't yet responded to your email, I promise we're going to get to those emails. But today, I have a very special guest on this program, and we'll be talking about uh, trusting God's uh, timing. Uh, the, the, my guest is uh, written a very powerful, powerful book, uh, but here are a few questions that I want you to see here. Uh, many times Christians, you know, ask themselves questions such as, uh, will God's plans for my life ever come true? Or did I miss that timing? Or did I miss the, the promises of God? Well, the man of God I have, my guest, uh, a Canadian doing great works of God in Guatemala, uh, Pastor Steve uh, Stofferson is here with me. He has written a very powerful book. First, let me welcome my guest on the program. Welcome, man of God. Thank you. It's good again to see you after a long time. Yes, yes, it's always good. Excellent, excellent. Now. The man of God has written this book, uh, Trusting God's Timing, and we're going to learn quite a lot of things uh, about uh, the, time, the importance of uh, trusting God's timing. Here are some of uh, the things that you need to know. If you don't know God's plans and you don't know that God wants to fulfill your plans, many people, they feel discouraged and uh, lose their focus on God uh, or on their calling uh, of what God has called them to do. Uh, it's, it's interesting, as I was reading this book, the man of God puts everything in this book that is going to help you and that is going to help me to understand that every everything happens according to God's timing. Man of God, I want you, first of all, to tell us what inspired you to write this book. Um, well, first of all, I guess uh, having to wait uh, myself, uh, knowing that God has... Uh, promises for us. He's giving us uh, callings. He's spoken to us in many ways, and, uh, and we know that God uh, will fulfill all those promises. Uh, sometimes we've had to wait. And, uh, and then also, I think, uh, seeing others and, and seeing how others struggle with it. You know, they, want, they, they know that they're called to ministry. Uh, they know that they're supposed to uh, launch out, but they're just not really sure uh, when or how. And uh, a lot of them get, dis get discouraged or they're believing for a promise, and because they haven't seen it in a short time, uh, they think that you know, maybe they, just, they didn't hear right, or maybe uh, God didn't speak to them after all. And uh, just, I just want to encourage them that God did speak to them, and God uh, does want them to make it. And that's, why, that's, where, that's where this book comes in now. And I want you to get this book. It, we'll make it available on our website. Uh, we'll have the email direct. You can email Pastor Stephen uh, uh, right on the screen there. You can see his email address. But here, I want to ask you, before we even get into what you guys are doing with your wife, uh, Pastor Carla, in uh, Guatemala, you're doing great 
great work of God. You are touching many lives. But we're going to, first of all, the first uh, few minutes here, we're going to focus on the book. You write something very important. One of the topic and uh, 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 in the content here is uh, faithfulness. Why is faithfulness such an important launch pad to success or to realize the dreams and the vision that God has given us? Well, uh, Jesus said that if we're uh, faithful in what is another man's, mm -hmm. uh, then God would uh, put us to rule over much. Yes. And uh, so as we're uh, faithful, uh, what I've found is uh, many times people want us to, uh, people want to run off. They've never been uh, submitted to a pastor. Mm -hmm. They've never been uh, part of a local church, but yet mm -hmm. they want to uh, start a ministry. Mm -hmm. And so they want to have followers, yeah. but they've never learned to follow. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they've been trying to, uh, to, they're, they're trying to reach out, they're trying to, to get somewhere, but mm -hmm. really uh, because they haven't been faithful, because they haven't realized, hey, I've, I need to serve somebody else. Mm -hmm. I, need, I need to grow. Mm -hmm. uh, I, need, I need to know uh, the things of God better, and I, I need to walk in what he's called me to. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we just need to be faithful mm -hmm. in, in that which is someone else's. Yeah. Be faithful in the church, serve where we can, mm -hmm. and uh, God's just preparing us every step of the way. So faithfulness, saving where you are at, and uh, that is the launch pad. Because if you are not faithful in that which is someone else's, how can God entrust you with someone? Now, here's the question many people will say, and I think you may have encountered this. They'll say, I have served, and I know God told me I have to do this, or I will be this, but I have been faithful, and I haven't seen uh, the, the, the fulfillment of God's promises. Like others who say, uh, did I miss it while they're saving? What should you say to them? Hmm. Uh, actually, I speak a little bit later uh, in the book even about uh, David mm -hmm. and how uh, even though he had a wicked ruler, he had yeah. Saul mm -hmm. over him, he was being persecuted mm -hmm. and uh, yet he decided to be faithful. Yes. So he, w he was faithful right to the end even though they, they treated him bad, even though they wanted to kill him. Uh, he had to hide most of his life. Uh, but yet, because he knew that that call, he was anointed before he ever became king. At least 13 years before yes. he ever became king, he's anointed. And so he knew just to wait, you know, just to n not, you know, try to push his way. He had two chances to kill King Saul, and uh, he never took them. Because he was faithful, and uh, he had the spirit of honor. He honored the man of God that was in there. That is a good one. Now, here is another point because uh, many people, you know, they know they have a vision. They know God has called them. Mm -hmm. And uh, bam, here is uh, the test of time. Mm -hmm. the, the trials and uh, maybe stumbling blocks on their way. And you share in the book about uh, standing the test of time. Would you just share a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, once again, uh, we, we try to take... Uh, when I wrote the book, I took things from uh, the different Bible mm -hmm. characters. So Abraham, mm -hmm. uh, Abraham got a call, uh, received a, a promise from God when he was 75 years old, and he had to wait till he was 100 before he actually saw it fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, of course, he tried to help God along the way, and uh, he birthed Ishmael. And uh, you know, God still blessed his mistake, mm -hmm. but yet it wasn't the perfect plan that God had for him. Mm -hmm. And uh, so then we go into our story and we talk uh, a little bit about how, uh, you know, we had plans to uh, start House of Refuge and we wanted to 
uh, reach out to people, and I had to wait two years before I even saw my first convert. Wow. Um, and then after that, you know, we, we began to launch out, and we saw uh, a little bit more, and, and now we're at a point where we want to, um, uh, we want to build. Mm -hmm. And so as we have this big project in mind, mm -hmm. uh, it's still, uh, there's still a waiting period. Mm -hmm. And so, but we've realized that we're still learning things uh, in the waiting. And in that, in that time of, okay, God's preparing us, but we still need more time. How do you stand? Uh, uh, this is the question that I get as well from so many people. You are waiting on God. You stand the test of time. But what do you do when you are standing the test of time? Because others, they think they'll just sit, do nothing, mm -hmm. while they, they, they fight or they overcome the obstacles, but what do you do in the testing of time? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, we trust in God, and mm -hmm. uh, I mean, just continue doing uh, what God's called us to do. Just um, what you know uh, that you're doing, that uh, God's called you, you just continue to work in those areas. If right now it's just serving in a church, just continue to serve. Um, if uh, you've already started the ministry and it just, you know, doesn't seem to be uh, flourishing the way you want it to. Just, just continue to, to walk in that and uh, continue doing what you're doing and just allow God to, uh, to shape you in every step of the way and, and prepare you for the next step. Hardship come to make us stronger. In which way? Because somebody is watching there saying, I'm going through a lot of things. How can these things make me stronger mm -hmm. in the Lord? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's all about uh, learning how to get over a fence, mm -hmm. uh, learning how, you know, we've, uh, everybody's been hurt, I believe. Yes, I know we've, we've all gone through hard times. We've all gone through uh, difficult circumstances. Uh, we read Joseph, and uh, we watch his life just go up and down, up and down. And, uh, and then, you know, in our own lives, uh, we had uh, people who were serving with us, uh, leading with us, and then... Uh, all of a sudden, uh, they started to turn their backs on us, mm -hmm. began to speak bad uh, about us mm -hmm. to the men that we were serving, to yeah. the people that we were uh, reaching out to. And so um, instead of just being offended with them and, and having to deal with them the way we did, uh, we realized, hey, you know, we learned something. Yes. And now, you know, there, there's, some, there's strength in that. And there's something now uh, coming that as we raise up more leaders and new people, mm -hmm. then we know that... Uh, God is is making us stronger. Yes, and it's developing character, and it's it's helping us to uh, learn how to how to work with people more and how how to move ahead. Hallelujah! I, I love that. I love that. Uh, shaping your character. Basically, hardship will shape your character. It will mold your character and prepare you for the journey that God wants you to take. Because God can put you in a situation that you can't handle. He has to use uh, these uh, situations to prepare you. Uh, uh, now, we're going to go back. We're going to go to the next question that I have for you here. Called to greatness, yet willing to serve. I love that one because there are so many people they'll say, wow, look at my anointing. Uh, I need people to serve me. Mm -hmm. Jesus was called. He was the greatest leader the greatest servant of God, powerful and anointed, and yet he served. I want you to help us quickly understand that point. Called to greatness, but yet willing to serve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's uh, one of my favorites as well. Yes. Uh, David. David was a young boy mm -hmm. uh, when the prophet Samuel, the nation's prophet, comes and anoints David. Yeah. 
and here, here he is, uh, anointed king. He knows that he's going to be the next one. Mm -hmm. But then uh, he's, again, going through all these persecutions. He's going through all these trials. And he was the worship leader for the king. Yeah. He saw uh, demons being cast out. Mm -hmm. I mean, things were happening in his ministry. Yeah. He, he was a called man of God, and he knew that he was, he was to be the king. Yes. But yet he didn't try to push his way to the top. He didn't push uh, people out of the way so mm -hmm. that he could get there. Mm -hmm. uh, he made best friends with the one who yes. was legally mm -hmm. uh, the, the inherited king. Yeah. And yet, you know, he just, he just sat back. Yeah. And he knew that God called me. Mm. I, can just, I can just sit in that. I can just know that God called me. So yes. I, I don't have to uh, announce my ministry. Yeah. I don't have to share with everybody and say, mm. oh, I'm the anointed man of yeah. God. I don't have to come with uh, a certain way that, mm. you know, th this is the ministry. You have to, you have to follow me. He, yeah. just, he just simply did what God had called him to do. Mm. He was happy in serving. Uh, there's a, a part in the Bible where it, it talks about uh, in First Samuel, where David, he was already the worship leader of the king. Before he went to fight Goliath, he was still watching the sheep. Yes. So yes. here he is, a great worship leader, seeing the demons cast out, but yet he was still taking care of the sheep. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, I, I love, I love, I love everything about this book because uh, uh, actually when people don't realize that God has made them great, for the purpose of uh, saving, uh, we lose the vision and we lose the focus. He has made us great through Jesus Christ and the anointing or the gifting that he has given you so that you can be a servant of his kingdom. Uh, let's quickly uh, look at uh, the importance of friendship. You talked about David making friendship with uh, 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 the people that were supposed to kill him. Mm -hmm. I find it uh, in ministry as well, you got to have lots of friends. Yes. Uh, you got to make a friendship. Just share a little bit about the importance of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. there's too many Lone Rangers out there. Mm -hmm. uh, too many people just trying to uh, serve in the ministry, but yet, uh, you know, just they don't have those friendships. They don't mm -hmm. have the people uh, that can build their character, the people mm -hmm. that can come and speak into their lives. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's so important that we have people that we can uh, just be ourselves with. Yeah. I mean, many times we can be up, we can be preaching. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know this, you yeah. know, you can be preaching. Uh, you can be seeing great things happening. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's times you just want to sit down. And of yeah. course, it, it, everybody's coming and they're saying, oh, wow, you know, that was a great service. That was, that was amazing what God did. But there's times when you just want to sit down and, yeah. and laugh and just, yes. you know, have some friends that you can just be yourself with. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I believe it's very important. And people who you can share with, mm -hmm. you, can, you can open up to, yeah. uh, share your sins with, mm -hmm. share uh, your difficulties, mm -hmm. the, the things that you're going through. Mm -hmm. And uh, just to be, have, have those people that are really... Uh, close-knit to you yeah. and uh, it's so important as we uh, grow in the things of God because even though uh, people have ministries mm -hmm. they're still growing yes I mean all yes. of us in God's kingdom we're all still growing oh, we're yes. all still learning mm -hmm. and uh, we need to be accountable yes and uh, so it's so important that we have these friendships mm -hmm. with people excellent 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 friendship very important uh, it is something that my wife and I can attest to we have uh, 
uh, great, great people in our lives that have uh, really helped us uh, to be where we are. People where when we are with, you know, we are open, we're just laughing, uh, they speak into our lives. That helps to realize what God wants to do with your life. And uh, um, um, here the man of God shares about the importance of friendship. The other point is seeking God. Seeking God, the key to success. Can you share a little bit about that? Because there is a lot of cheap ways people <laughs> want shortcuts to get successful. Mm -hmm. And here you, you, you've written about uh, seeking God. And the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Would you just share a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. Once again, uh, David, he was a worship leader. And every step that he made, mm -hmm. he would seek God. You know, uh, God had already told him, I'm going to give all the enemies into your hand. Uh, but there was a time uh, when he had actually helped some people. And uh, he had helped the town. Saul was coming in. He was going uh, he, he was, he was to destroy them. Mm -hmm. And uh, David uh, helps them out. And then, uh, and then they hear that, that Saul's coming. Mm -hmm. And so uh, David begins to pray. And he says, you know, are, uh, should, I, should I hide? Yeah. And uh, God says, yes, you better run. He says, well, you know, are they going to uh, turn me in? Mm -hmm. And God says, well, yes, they are going to turn you in. And so David could have thought, you know, hey, I'm just going to do this the way I want to yeah. or the way, you know, I know that God's with me all the time. Mm -hmm. But no, he always took that time to yeah. seek God, to mm -hmm. seek his favor, to seek mm -hmm. his face. And even though he had a promise, mm -hmm. he was still willing. No, God, what are you saying at this time? Yes. What's the now word? Yes. What's, what is it that, that I need mm -hmm. for this time? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and he always, always had uh, that step. And yeah. uh, near the end of the book, we're also... Uh, talking about Moses. Moses, yeah. every time he was taking the Israelites through, mm -hmm. he was always praying, God, what's next? What what's next? the next step? Where are we to go? Yes. Uh, God, you know, bring the manna. God, <laughs> bring, bring the water. Do yes. something. I need something for my people. So seeking God, a key to success. And uh, two last ones, God's words, not your way, and wait for God's direction. I combine those two because they are very important. Mm -hmm. God's way, and not our way. Can you share that? Uh, how do we find God's way mm -hmm. and not our way? Yeah. Uh, well, many times, again, we're trying to uh, push our way. We're trying to make things happen. Mm -hmm. And uh, David had his, had his opportunity. He had twice where he could have killed Saul mm -hmm. and just ended his problems and yeah. said, yeah, I'm the king. Yeah. God called me. God anointed me. Mm -hmm. I'll just do the right thing and, and I'll step in and, and, and just take that calling. Well, he didn't do that. He waited. He said, no, I can't touch the Lord's anointed. Mm -hmm. He's the one at this time, so I'm yeah. just going to wait. Yes. And so it, he, he could have done it his way, and he could have made it. Mm -hmm. But I believe that it was important that he yeah. took that time to just say, okay, God, he's your anointed. He's the one. There's a reason why I'm not king yet. Yeah. Even though I was anointed so many years ago, mm -hmm. even though I've gone through all this persecution, yeah. it's your way, not my way. Amen. And, uh, of course, Jesus... Uh, in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said to God, yeah. uh, your will be done, not mine. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, we just, we just need to, to follow those things. Hallelujah. God's way and not our way. Now, God's direction and not our direction mm -hmm. uh, as well. We need to seek the direction of God, yes. not our way. Sometimes we base our decisions based on our feelings. Yeah. 
and we really have to seek what God is saying, what God is speaking to us. If you are in a dilemma right now, in a major decision, and uh, I encourage you to get this copy, uh, Trusting God's Timing. Because uh, once you don't follow what God wants you to do, you know, obedience is very, very important. Because when we obey, everything begins to fall into its place because we are working not on our timing, but on God's timing. God wants you to discover His timing. And I believe beyond any reasonable doubt that this book is going to help you, is going to help you understand the importance of uh, God's timing. And it's there right to that email that you see there for Pastor Steven Stofferson here, and uh, we'll get you that book. I promise you will get you that book. Now, we're going to just share a little bit about um, the ministry that you guys are doing there in Guatemala. You have a very, very unique ministry. Tell us about it. Mm -hmm. uh, well, it's called House of Refuge Street Ministries, and uh, basically what we do is we try to uh, reach out to the alcoholics, the drug addicts, the prostitutes, uh, the ones that most people won't reach out to. Mm -hmm. And uh, we call it, uh, our slogan is loving the unloved, reaching the unreached. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we want to love the, the unlovable, the ones uh, that can be hard to love at times. Yes. And uh, I can admit that. Mm -hmm. um, but we love them and uh, with the love of Christ mm -hmm. and then uh, reaching the unreached. And what we found is, uh, especially in Guatemala, and I'm sure in other parts of the world too, um, but many Christians, even churches, don't really want to reach out to these people. Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen some come to the churches and because they didn't have a shirt on or they didn't smell right or, you know, these different things, they kind of would almost not let them come into the church. And if mm -hmm. they did, they had to sit in the back, be right beside the usher and ready to be thrown out at any time. Yeah. And uh, so we uh, have started something that we can actually reach out to them uh, bring them and we have a special service for them mm -hmm. and uh, so they sit in the front where the preachers and the missionaries they sit in the back mm -hmm. and uh, and they get to hear uh, the word of God and it's a service uh, for them wow so these people they sit in the front the missionary sits at the back yes because they are the focus now you've had lots of uh, uh, interesting things as you are on the mission field saving the the drug addict the alcoholics, the prostitutes, you and your wife, you've been able to go into those places and you've seen great things. Tell us some of the testimonies mm -hmm. that you have seen uh, on that field. Yes. Uh, one is a man called Juan Ramon. Mm -hmm. uh, he was amazing, uh, amazing testimony. He was uh, living on the streets. Uh, he had lost everything. He hadn't spoken to his wife in, within eight years. Uh, she had thought he was dead. The last time she saw him, he had uh, a machete uh, cut on his face and, and just thought it was, it was done. Mm -hmm. And uh, he uh, came to House of Refuge, uh, got restored. Uh, God began to work in his life. Um, and the first thing he felt was, I need to go back to my wife and I need to apologize. Mm -hmm. I need to ask for her forgiveness. And uh, no one was pushing him that way. He was, it was just something that was being birthed in his heart. And uh, we didn't know but his daughter was praying at the same time every Sunday saying, I want my daddy to come home. Amen. And uh, when he came home, uh, the one day he knocks on the door and his little girl comes in and uh, he says, do you know who I am? And she says, my daddy. And uh, oh. from that day forward, uh, they began to work their life back together. Uh, he's now working. Uh, he's back with his wife and child. 
and uh, and he's he's got his own place. He's got a car now, and I mean, he just uh, really just right from from the pit, he's just been risen up, and God's just doing amazing things in his life. Hallelujah! That, that's uh, that's uh, that's so interesting um, because uh, you had a lot of challenges when you started this ministry, and you waited on the Lord. Like we're saying, God's timing is very important. You waited on God, and God is using you mightily there in Guatemala. Now, if people were to come on board and support you, send maybe a monthly donation to what you guys are doing on the mission field, how can they go about it? Uh, that would be right through our website at uh, houseofrefuge.ca. Mm -hmm. And uh, right there, there's all the information. And all the information for the ministry and your email address as well? Yes, correct. I want you to take time to just look into the camera and pray for those people that are thinking their timing or God's fulfillment of their dream and vision has passed. So why don't you stretch your hands out with me and, uh, and I say, Lord Jesus, right now we just ask that you would touch every person, anyone out there uh, that has been going through a struggle that has uh, not understood all your uh, steps, Lord God, or that the hardships are there to make them stronger. Lord, we know that uh, there's people struggling. Uh, we know that there are many, Lord God, that uh, just aren't sure of your calling, but we just pray right now, Lord God, that they would be encouraged. Lord Jesus, that they would uh, receive a fresh word from you, that they would be ready, Lord God, for all that you have for them. And so, Lord Jesus, we just ask that any discouragement right now be broken off in the name of Jesus. We just declare right now, Lord God, that each and every person will fulfill their dreams, the visions, and everything else that you've given to them, Lord God. Those promises that, that they have given to you or that you've given to them, Lord God, I just pray right now in Jesus' name that they will be uh, encouraged, that they will be blessed, that they will prosper, Lord. And uh, we just thank you for them in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I, I know wherever you are watching right now, you've been lifted up in the spirit. I want you to know that uh, God's vision will always come to pass. Uh, there is a, a, a scripture in Proverbs 29 verse 18 that says, where there is no vision, uh, people perish. Uh, you got to understand God has given you that vision and uh, it will take some time to materialize. It will take some time to come to pass. Uh, Abacuc complained to God about uh, how come the wicked were prospering and God answered him and said, write down your vision for the vision is for an appointed time. I want you to be encouraged, to be inspired, to know that God is with you as you remain faithful to serve at the church where you are, to serve with the men of God that you have, to find friends, make friendship with other people that can help you be accountable, you know, so that you are accountable to other men who can speak in your life. God is going to fulfill what he has promised to do in your life. Thank you for watching Kingdom Insight. Until then, uh, I want to hear from you. Write to us live at kazumbachars.com and we hope and, hand, uh, and believe that God is going to do the miraculous in your life. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord watch over you as you keep on believing God. Shalom, shalom.